0: This is my home which I am leaving the comforts of for the weekend to explore the
1: Blair Witch. I can see you.
0: I'm really excited about this. Thank you for I'm the opportunity.
1: I'm very glad. This area's been haunted by that old woman. Oh, yeah. I don't know why you have to have every conversation on video. Because we're making a documentary. Not about us getting lost, we're making a documentary about a
0: witch. I don't. lost admit that first no i know we're not locked all the place how do we
1: know it was people well even if it wasn't I'm not gonna play with that either and it's not because of me that we're here now hungry and cold and hunted and I just want to apologize to mike's mom and Josh's mom and my mom oh my They're coming to get you. They're coming for you, Barbara. They're coming to get you. Coming to get you, Barbara. Hello and welcome back to They're Coming to Get You. I'm one of your co-hosts, Brent Terhune, joined by Gavin Eddings. What's going on, Brent? How are you? I just want to apologize to your mom and the <laughs> listeners' moms and my mom. Hand me a Kleenex. I just wanted to make a documentary. I never I, meant for anybody to get hurt. just I want to I make never... movies, Gavin. That's what <laughs> I want. want want to make movies
0: oh man this was this this was a trip down memory lane lane for me because we uh, if you haven't figured out we are talking about the 1999 absolute phenomenon known as the blair witch project which what what was your opinion going into watching this movie
1: uh i had done a rewatch a couple years ago if it was like the 20th anniversary i don't remember what it was but i was like man i i was like this is not good Mm-hmm. Um, but it was I, I, like, I had seen it when it first came out and then I just hadn't watched it. So I did the rewatch a couple of years ago and I was like, I don't, this is just a lot of screaming. Um, but this time I enjoyed it so much more for some reason.
0: Okay. So I had... The So my first time watching it was my parents rented it back in October of 99 when it came out on VHS after it had come out the, the summer prior. They and found I was so, the footage at Blockbuster? They found the footage at Blockbuster and they had at least 75 copies of the footage. It was very strange how they just kept making copies of it. Every, died. every movie is found footage technically if you just find <laughs> the footage. <laughs> but we rented it and there was like this huge... Or about the Blair Ridge Project being like the scariest movie of all time and just being terrifying. So I was really scared to watch it. Then we 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 down and we watched it. And we all collectively as a family, even at 11 years old, when it was over, said that was dumb as shit. That was not that was nothing. And so I had not watched it until this past Monday for over 20 years. So I thought maybe the conditions that I watched it in the first time weren't ideal. Maybe if I watched it in a dark theater or something, it might be more scary. So we made sure we turned off all the lights, had the surround sound going, just just had the TV on. And after watching it 20 years later, under the ideal circumstances, still don't think it's that great. Um, I appreciate it and how just ahead of its time it is, which we'll get into, but I just... It, it builds to a jump scare that never happens, which is disappointing.
1: I, I That's what I like about it is it doesn't show anything, you know, but mm-hmm. um, I like this movie, but I think it's definitely it's it's along the lines of Texas Chainsaw Massacre with a, a, an assault on the senses. And by that, I mean, there's a lot of screaming a lot of There's- like when heather just that's i i wrote a uh, blair witch drinking game and whenever she just starts to get that scream and even like producer wife was next to me for part of this this viewing and she was like can we turn this down a little bit this is
0: like <laughs> a lot <laughs> if i never hear the names heather josh or mike ever again it will be too soon most of the dialogue in this movie is just josh Josh where Josh where are you Josh okay Mike stop being a dick Mike all right Heather where's the map where's yeah. the map Heather like you don't have to address everybody by their first name <laughs> the entire
1: time where's the map man and I th- this is what I, was, I remember what I was gonna say this was one of like the three movies that my mom wouldn't let me see just based off hearing it it was more of a language thing even though, my my dad was uh, as uh, as bad as this movie or worse when it came to swearing. Yeah. But it was like a, the movie Christmas Story where the, the dad can swear, but don't you dare swear mm-hmm. type thing. Oh, yeah. It was this movie, uh, The Blair Witch. It was a uh, scary movie because uh, I remember putting, uh, we started to watch that. And like one of the first scenes is like the guy uh, getting a blowjay in the back of a car.
0: <laughs> and she was like,
1: nope. And I was like, "Thank God, I don't want to watch this with my mom anyway." <laughs> you
0: know? I hope they turn it off due to the swearing and not yeah. the and not not the sweet beads they're getting yeah. right now. And then the other one was
1: South Park, uh, the movie, bigger, longer, and uncut. Mm-hmm. Uh, and really, I was I didn't have a chi- like a I didn't have a childhood period. Gavin is what I'm saying. <laughs> I was on I was acting on sitcoms, but no. Uh, <laughs> Like I, I didn't have a sheltered child. I was a good kid, so I got to do whatever I wanted, pretty much, you know. But yeah, there was like, I just my mom had heard things about these movies, and it's just like, you know, she's like, she said no. But eventually, I did see it, uh, mm-hmm. and it scared me back then when I first saw it. And the other thing that that scared me is uh, my brother. Thanks for bringing him up.
0: Absolutely. Um,
1: he's, uh, you know, how's of course, he doing? By the
0: way, is he, he doing
1: well? Yeah, uh, no, not really. He's. <laughs> He's still hanging out with uh, Mike and everybody else in the, in the mansion out in the woods. It was one of those where that we knew it was fake, right? It's not a real movie. But my brother did tell me that uh, the stuff in black and white was the real found footage, and they just built the other footage around it. <laughs> Which in hindsight, how do you get a guy that looks exactly like another guy in the movie where it's like the guy in the store and they're like, we're talking about the Blair Witch. And you're like, oh, that old uh, story. And then that cuts to him out front in the black and white thing. <laughs> and then you, so you're like, you just that's the same guy. But it's in my, you know, as my little kid brain, I'm like, oh shit, the ending of this movie in black and white, that's real.
0: Yeah, this movie being billed, I think this movie is only successful because it had such a good marketing campaign. I think if this had just released without all the extra stuff that's going on, I think it would have just flopped and nobody would have cared. But because it had this huge viral marketing campaign before viral marketing campaigns were even remotely invented yet, mm-hmm. that's why people were so into it. And that's what I appreciate about it. Like, I don't love the movie. I don't think it's the the best thing. I, I don't think it's very good but I do appreciate the links that they went to. They not only built a website for this movie, which I mean, websites back then took forever to load. They were shittily put together unless you were the Space Jam 1996 website, which was a wonderful internet relic. <laughs> they they built a website. They built a lore. They did stuff like uploading Heather's journals, like journal entries so that you could, uh, if, if you didn't get enough from the Blair Witch, you could, like go in and fill in the blanks of how they were feeling what their emotional state was during this entire process of filming this documentary before they went missing so to give that extra level of immersion in 1999 was was crazy it's crazy and that's what and then to like make the actors kind of hide out and put up missing posters and have them use their real names so that they can oh yeah they are really missing and it I thought for a long time it was real. I thought it was like a lot of people, are like, oh, they're releasing this found footage. This, this sounds real scary. It, it got so bad and like so real that people actually sent Heather's mother condolence cards, mm-hmm. sending condolences about like their missing daughter. So that's what I truly appreciate about it. I think it was, it's a very original, great idea to build a horror movie on. I just think that the execution wasn't my favorite.
1: I they even had the, the did you watch or get a chance to watch that that supplemental material the uh, curse of the Blair witch
0: I did not I, I did not ever watch it I did go online though and watch some behind the scenes stuff and like some uh, theories and things but but what did curse of the Blair witch say
1: well it's it's kind of the it's got like uh, Heather's uh, grandpa and he's like I she'd be sitting on my lap at like just like stuff that a real documentary would have Mm -hmm. and if they're just i think this was on mtv it's got you know girlfriends and uh brothers and stuff on this and then it Mm -hmm. goes into the lore of of the blair witch um and because it first started out and it was like a professor of heather and even when i was watching and i was like oh this is a making of this is not what i wanted and then i realized it's the curse of the blair witch so from the jump it got me as far as like because I thought this was like an extra making of the Blair Witch and not the thing I was looking for, which is the mm-hmm. curse of the Blair Witch.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: from the jump, it's a straight documentary style and it, like if you just saw that and like without the like there was the internet obviously with this website, but like you weren't reading a post from a guy that you know in San Diego that was like, bro this this movie sucks, it's fake or whatever. you know, it was word of mouth type stuff. So if you mm-hmm. saw this, Plus the movie, you know, word of mouth. You're like, oh, this is real. Like what a a brilliant way to market this.
0: Yeah. And they, for me, they hired and did like fake newscasts, like saying these people are missing. It's just the the different levels. Cause you you can throw up some stuff on on a website and be like, these are journals, but to like go the extra link to like film, extra footage outside of your very low budget movie to get like news anchors to say like, they're still missing. And Mm -hmm. to build this entire lore, behind it it's it, it, it's it's truly truly i i think it's the true and of the viral marketing campaign that movies later would go on to do like um cloverfield cloverfield had like a really weird viral marketing campaign back in 2007 building up to that movie where you had to go online and they're like here's like a slurpee knockoff that if you went to like the slurpee website you uh, learned a little bit about more about what happened in cloverfield mm-hmm. and stuff like that so blair witch to me, not great. Very, very important to the horror genre as a whole. And really, and this, we're not even talking about like the movie yet. This is just the marketing, but the, like the found footage concept, that is a staple to this day of the horror genre. Blair Witch Project walked so Paranormal Activity could spooky ghost run. <laughs> well,
1: and there, there's, the, uh, I, I watched it in prep for this movie uh and i can't remember of course what it's called uh it's the uh, the found footage uh i think phenomenon it's a it's a did you watch that it's a whole uh documentary about found footage
0: i, I have not i i have not i <laughs> do like the found for the most part i do like the found footage genre yeah um, so I, I think it's cool so some than others i know that somebody recommended me uh the poughkeepsie tapes have you ever seen that one
1: that was featured in this but i haven't seen it yet
0: the poughkeepsie tapes is one that people will say it's so scary man it's so it's i i didn't like it mm-hmm. um but i i just wanted to bring up the the, the poughkeepsie tapes because somebody like it's, it's, it's so scary it's so underground i was like this is also boring why uh-huh. <laughs> why are you making such boring found footage movies
1: well that documentary is, is called the found footage phenomenon it's available on shutter um mm-hmm. You can probably watch it other places, but uh, yeah, I watch it. It's about 90 minutes. So it it does, it covers the Blair, Witch heavily features one of the directors, Eduardo Sanchez Mm -hmm. um, on it. And it's like, uh, I guess a a movie that was made before this, that came around the same time was the the last broadcast.
0: Okay. I've not seen that.
1: So that was kind of like, and they were talking about how like you can have something in the zeitgeist that this was going to happen, but it was kind of who gets to it first. Mm-hmm. And the Blair Witch was more well known and, and and stuff like that. And then but then it goes back to like, of course, that this is not the first found footage film, uh, but they say like one of the more significant ones. And, you know, you could consider the first uh, horror uh, found footage is Cannibal Holocaust, which there is that that element of we found this footage and now the crew is dead type mm-hmm. thing um have you did you ever see cannibal holocaust at all
0: i i have not, <laughs> not seen cannibal holocaust i it's not that i'm against watching i just heard very disturbing things about the making of the actual movie yeah. which is kind of put me off like the i guess there was real animal abuse and things like that animal Aww. death
1: dude like they are yeah. just straight killing these animals and like you know the deed is done so it's you can't really und it's like friday the 13th they killed the snake you know and yeah it's, it's one thing if they're like, oh, let's rip this turtle apart and then eat it. I'm like, okay, that's sure. That's better than just straight killing it. But uh, there's a lot of graphic imagery. It's a cannibal movie. Yeah. Um, and, you know, if, if you're not into that, like, graphic imagery and, and real death of animals, I would say skip that. But there's yeah. there's definitely, you know, these could be like companion pieces as far as people in the woods and the jungle found footage
0: type movies mm-hmm. and <laughs> what I found so interesting was the directors of the Blair Witch Project came up with the idea because they felt like horror had gotten very stale mm-hmm. and they were finding out that they were being more scared by like paranormal documentaries yeah. and like hunting for big bigfoots and like ghost hunting uh documentaries that they decided to take that idea and make the Blair Witch Project and just I got to give them credit for like building this lore of the Blair Witch because I have, I still have no idea what it's supposed to be. I've seen the first sequel, the B- Book of Shadows, which we can re- briefly. We don't on need to. We don't need to. get. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember getting, honestly, I remember getting more scared by Blair Witch 2 than the Blair Witch Project.
1: Okay. It's
0: not a very good movie, but it's, it's, it scared me because it was just a weirder version of it, I guess. So it's not good, but it did scare me more.
1: Uh, and, and it's also, I've always called just this movie Blair Witch. Mm-hmm. And it's, I, you know, when you're doing research, it's, it's the full Blair Witch project. And then you, re, you know, if you just type in Blair Witch, you're getting that that sequel that we got a few years
0: ago. Yeah. In 2016, which I also didn't see, but I heard was uh, just awful. Just not great. Not good at all. Like, I I've think only like seen
1: a... it once and it was in the drive in. And I don't know if I've said it on this show or not, but I like going to the drive in. But horror movies sometimes aren't the best. Yeah. To see at a drive because there's so many dark moments in a horror movie that you almost you need a better screen than the drive in can provide. So, yeah, I thought mm-hmm. it was fine. I don't. I don't remember much of it. So yeah, I, I can't tell you one way or the other to check that out, but I, I will say like, and, and like the research and rewatching this, like this is like half true crime, which is such a phenomenon right now of like, mm-hmm. of the the Blair witch, the curse of the Blair witch. And like, if if you just took out the Blair witch element of it and these three people went missing, but we found the footage That's such a, that's a, a viral true crime podcast waiting to happen, right?
0: (laughs) Oh, absolutely. And another thing that can be said about this coming out in 1999 is that you, you are able to lie to people easier for longer where you can say, oh, these people are missing you. We don't know where they are now. If you make a movie and you're like, they're missing, you're like, no, they're at the grocery store. I saw them. There's a, here a TMZ like, Hey, what are you doing here? thought you were missing what's going on. Yeah. You would just have them in the, in the store, like with a camera in their face. So we weren't at cell phone camera level yet. So you could lie longer about them being missing as far as the actual movie. Cause we, we've talked a lot about like around it, the movie it's got, it's only three actors who improv most of their dialogue. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one part I did like about it. I think that as it being scary, I, I don't, I don't think so. But as far as like the dialogue and feeling like these are real people bickering and arguing in the woods because they're lost. And Brent, where's the car? Where is the car? Is it south? Is it north? I felt like that was because I improvised so much that felt very real. It felt like I was watching a documentary. So, so that element did did work for me where I felt like I was watching three people have arguments in the woods. And
1: uh, I, I would say, Gavin, that we just need to keep following the river is what we need to do did you, you fall in did, the creek
0: we just gotta follow the creek listen we'll just we'll follow the creek we gotta keep going we're, we're gonna hit something eventually and i gotta be at work tomorrow at 9 a.m <laughs> my girlfriend's gonna wonder where i'm at like listen people know <laughs> we're out here they're gonna know we're out here where's the map heather i kicked <laughs> it in the creek i kicked what? it in the creek uh i yeah i
1: think that the acting is uh great especially when you know how they filmed it like this this movie was written and it, well, we'll just do the here the the, the directors uh daniel myrick and then eduardo sanchez released july 14th 1999 so uh we're at the, the, the time of this recording we're recording this on july 15th so we mm. we just missed an anniversary there gavin oh
0: man that sucks
1: <laughs> uh budget uh i i saw a lot of numbers we'll just call it three hundred thousand dollars um and i think the the actual shooting was way less but then you got to put in the advertising and stuff like that or mm-hmm. whatever but Box office was $248 million. Um, and everything that I, I read about the filming of this so like the this it was like a 35-page treatment, maybe mm-hmm. even less, I don't remember, but it's like no dialogue. They just need to set up the scenarios. And a, get like, there. they're just having them walk around the woods with like they're watching them from afar, the directors and producer, whoever's out there, right? Yeah. And uh, giving them GPS coordinates to to get the the next batch of food um and then to get their roles so like i think each one was given uh here's what you here's how you act for this next day or the, these next scenes so it's 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 very much an improv game like a horror improv game of play it this way you play it this way and that when you when you realize it's that i think i that's how i started to appreciate this movie so much more it's like they're just doing this on their own. Like this, they it could have been not what they wanted and they couldn't have done anything. Were they just going to pop out of the bushes and expose yourself?
0: To- <laughs> and yeah, they, yeah, they them the GPS coordinates and then the actors filmed everything. Like they, they taught them how to use these, these actual film cameras, like, like the 16 millimeter camera and the handheld on the high eight camera, but they were told where to go. They, they filmed themselves And this was like, it was an eight-day shoot. Now, uh, movies take a lot longer than that, but this was eight days of full immersion in the woods. So it was like no no real breaks. I'm sure they took breaks to eat. stuff, But it was like you were just living in this character for eight days in the actual woods for eight days. They talked about the audition process where like 2,000 people showed up to audition for, for this movie that they put an ad in one of the, uh, magazines out in Hollywood so they had this huge casting call and they were like if you don't like being in the woods you need to leave like if you don't like being outdoors <laughs> yeah if, if you don't have improv um th- this is not gonna be for you so they found these, these three people who really play well off each other and like you said it's, it's, it's an improv game for eight days and they would do and the producers of like they were off in the distance just like watching they they weren't like saying roll or or action or cut it was just you, you lived it for for that eight days then they had 20 hours of footage that they trimmed down into 80 minutes which i that that has to be a colossal task
1: well and i was gonna because i looked it up because i didn't remember the number but i also feel like this movie could even be shorter mm-hmm. like and and not that I, not that i think like i'm just thinking if you streamline it even more like i'm not upset that if a movie was an hour long if you, you know? that's
0: that's what I thought made host really work yeah. was it, it was a tight concept of the movie is only 58 minutes long and that, that is a perfect length. It gives you, they, have, they, they pack so much dread and horror into 80 and into 58 minutes. There were a time like Blair, which is only 80 something minutes, but it gets boring and a little long. If that makes sense. Cause you're like, okay, they're still screaming in the woods. I feel mm-hmm. like some of this could have been sped up a little bit. I was, yeah. Cause I was like, okay, let's wrap it up. Cause I had seen it before, like I said, 20 years prior, but I knew that once they get, get to the house, we're almost done. But I was like, when are we getting to the house? When is uh, Josh going to go missing? When are they getting the bundle of sticks? Like, let's hit these beats a little faster. But, but I don't know if theaters would actually want to show a movie that short or if there's some sort of restriction. But I think if Blair Witch came out today, you could make it like a, a hard 60 minutes, uh, put it on Shutter, and and pe- people would love it a lot more, I think.
1: Yeah, and that yes, I think that's the thing is you got to have at least 80 minutes or whatever to, you know, a feature length is an hour, but like if yeah. you're – asking somebody to pay money yeah i even myself i'm like it's got to be at least 80 let's give these people their money's worth you know (laughs) but i feel like this i i I like i love the marketing i love the the way they shot the movie i don't hate the beats in the movie but i think it could have used more significant beats as opposed to them fighting you know
0: more it's like I, I was kind of live tweeting a little bit on my Gavin loves horror Twitter, which is my YouTube channel about, I'm just, this movie is just people screaming at each other in the woods. And to be fair, to be fair, I would be Mike. Cause after like a day and a half, I'd be like, I hate this shit. I would mm-hmm. like to find the car. Now. I, I also have to be at work at 9am the next morning. <laughs> I would like to go home now. So, but there, there's like that scene where they're like slowly trying to cross a log it's like I don't need to see this in real time. I, I don't need to see this in real time.
1: Yeah, unless something, unless they do drop, you know, what a, a big camera into the water. Like, yeah, I I wish they would have had maybe more horror beats mm-hmm. as it find more. Yeah, you know, not. I'm not saying find more of the symbols or whatever. I'm just saying give me something similar to that.
0: But the, there's a part of me that, that the worst part is knowing. Just we got to get the camera back. They're gonna need it back. So not only are they missing and probably murdered they're also accruing a lot of late fees for expensive camera equipment (laughs) yeah like i don't think like i think his parents have to pay that now i don't think they're gonna understand it's lost they got to replace it
1: my mom and dad are gonna be so pissed at me
0: which is not even the same movie that's (laughs) scream but uh we 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 did we did open up by doing a parody of I think is the most famous scene in this movie with the the close up shot of Heather, uh, crying and things and that's a scene where if you've never seen Blair Witch Project you know what it's from because as we talked before it's been parodied so much.
1: Mm-hmm. And yeah, like for like I probably I don't know if that was written in the direction, but like what a unique way to film that and like again like it's one of these things where they do brilliant things in a movie mm-hmm. where I'm like I like everything about the movie but I'd rather learn more about the movie than watch it again
0: yeah you know what I'm saying I'm yeah I am I
1: don't really- hate it but I've, mm-hmm. I just watch it twice in prep so uh, give me another ten years and I'll love to watch it,
0: again, you know. <laughs> so yeah, that shot—it's—it is it, it's been parodied. I know. I think one of the scary movies had it because like it just having like the snot drip out of her nose. Yeah, I think I, Simpsons probably did it as well. But um, go, go ahead. ahead, go ahead oh but it's such a good scene and it's like she could have easily held the camera further out on her like a like a regular selfie but having it that close and that kind of washed out and bright and just focusing on her eye and 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 her snot and crying it's it's almost like she is like holding it so close as like a security blanket she she, she doesn't want to like hold the camera out further so that like there's no entity in the background that, that she can see. It feels almost like a, a security thing. So that shot and that monologue, we, everybody can it. It's still a great monologue and it's still a, a, a great shot and, and some really creative camera work by uh, the actress, Heather.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, and it's to have it not be perfect. There's flaws in it. Mm-hmm. And that that again, that's where you get the the reality, like from from a guy who, you know, me doing satire videos and so many people thinking they're real. Mm-hmm. I purposely had shitty lighting. Yeah, like, <laughs> just make it make it look almost half garbage.
0: I mean, you say that I think you were really trying, but you just lucked out. You're like, I'm really trying to make this look nice, but it looks yeah. terrible. So I'm going to say it's on purpose. And now. sometimes that's
1: happened too, Gavin. I know you're <laughs> joking, but like that's happened. <laughs> <laughs> where it's like but it's like you know when you see a real thing there are flaws in it and mm-hmm. the guy doesn't the guy doesn't restart the video because he flubbed a word mm-hmm. like th- that stuff being left in is real like that's how real people talk you know
0: yeah that's why we don't edit this podcast at all we leave everything in yeah, It's we're
1: monday night raw over
0: here <laughs> we ain't gonna be
1: censored no one can censor <laughs> us um well let's talk about the characters we got uh heather uh, just from the jump like that first shot of her uh i i wrote down she looks like a, an adult greta toonberg uh, and that's and i said that and then watch doing the rewatch producer wife is with me and she's like she looks like that girl and i was like greta Thunberg. she's like yeah that girl so i, I guess i wasn't the only one uh, thinking that but like her her character and there's a scene in the movie that i do i want to talk about but her character is like gotta get the film at all costs she is she's the driving force behind it and even in the movie she's like this is all i have left
0: like this is she's going to literally die doing this mm-hmm. and i think i think the entire thing was for like a college class i think it's like she wants a grade she wants a grade real bad yeah uh so it re-
1: reminds me of the 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 remake of king kong the one with jack black uh-huh. where like he's filming and the, this the the giant you know king kong is just knocking people off logs and stuff and he's just it everything couldn't be going worse and this dude still films <laughs> like that that's what it like that that type of driving force especially you need that person in a found footage movie mm-hmm. if nobody was if, if if people were like you and me where they're like oh, it rained real bad. Maybe we shouldn't film today. <laughs> and we, we just go home. You know, sure, you, need, you need the Heather to be like, no, we're getting the shots.
0: It sure is hot out here. and Be like, no, get the shot. Yeah, it is it, it, a wonderful 70 degree day. <laughs> we we got to get this.
1: Yeah, it is you, like, and that's what they talked about in the, the found footage phenomenon is you, like, that's the thing about found footage is if you're going to be the, the type that holds the camera the whole time, so many of the movies that I do watch, I'm like, just put the camera down.
0: Mm-hmm. I am,
1: I am everybody else in the movie that's like, quit holding that fucking camera. You know, like hit them with it, hit them. You need, you need that person in a found footage movie, otherwise it doesn't work. You know.
0: <laughs> I just, I just imagine a movie like Paranormal Activity, where like one spooky things happen, one spooky things happen, they're like, we should stop filming now. Um, it's clearly. <laughs> It's clearly an attention whore doing it for fame. If we just stop filming it, it will stop doing tricks to us.
1: Yeah, it's a it's it's a demon trying to go viral. (laughs) It's a real exhibitionist demon.
0: It's (laughs) like you got that camera on. Maybe I'll uh, maybe I'll make you stand next to the bed all weird like. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We've got we got Josh. How do you feel about Josh? josh is every guy i've ever seen working at a gas station uh he is just long-haired bearded just chill there is some stuff in heather's journals where she doesn't know if she it's hinted at that her and josh maybe dated for a bit she definitely doesn't know mike so that kind of when you know that, it makes the dynamic a little bit different. I think Josh is fine. I think Josh is the most grounded character between Heather and Mike. Josh was the character I liked the most.
1: And he, like, the the, the scene I want to talk about where there's role reversals, but, like, even from the jump, he's the peacekeeper. He's like, come on, man. That, and that's a, the drinking game, by the way, is whenever Josh says, man, <laughs> you got to drink. Uh, but I, I did write that he looks like a
0: great value Jason Muse. <laughs> uh, jade silent bob and then and jason his- Mew, and jason muse is the great value jason Mews. <laughs> yeah <laughs> he looks like the the store brand of a store brand uh this i can't remember what his the
1: guy's real name is uh but he he's got, gone on to be in other movies uh joshua uh Little. So
0: yeah, so all their names are, are their real names that they used in the movie, and that actually, the, the director wanted that so that if you, like, search them on the internet, they, they came up that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, Heather Donahue said, though, that later on it did hurt her getting work because people Google Heather Donahue and the Blair Witch would always be associated with her, so the director does regret having them use their real names.
1: Well, I'm sure if he made that $250 million, he doesn't really care either way. <laughs> <laughs> he's like,
0: you know what? It's fine. We're good.
1: Uh, Josh Leonard, he's been in, a, uh, He's. Uh, he was on Bates Motel, but he was on one of my favorite horror movies uh, that probably people aren't aware of or haven't seen called Unsane.
0: Okay. Uh, I have, that's one of I, my favorites. I have favorites. not seen that. shot on that an
1: iPhone um, directed by a guy that everybody knows, Steven Soderbergh.
0: Okay. I does does he have it in his contract he's like if you if if you're gonna film me has to be on a high camcorder or Uh an iphone we were not using real cameras buddy i I can only be filmed on portable media
1: well it's it's like you really can't tell that it was shot on an iphone of course when you put all Mm. the lenses and everything and you have a a guy that's steven soderbergh it's like Mm -hmm. yeah of course it doesn't look like it was shot on the thing that was shot on
0: like, everything that is in our – and I was – while watching the Blair Witch Project, I turned to Stephanie, uh, my uh, my producer girlfriend. She go – and I go, man, I'm, all the – like, our phone shoots better quality than what they did back in 1999. Yeah. Well,
1: and and, the, and the, the one of the, the commentaries or that found footage thing, the director was like, we gave them the best quality cameras that a consumer would buy. You know, like mm-hmm. – you would have that one that like, I don't know if you saw like the actual big ass camera that Josh is carrying around the whole time, but it's like, that's like a, and like a Warner brothers cartoon where like if bugs Bunny's the director, it's, it's <laughs> just a huge ass camera.
0: Yeah. He has to crank it up between scenes. Like <laughs> say that again, Keep rolling. <laughs> uh, <and laughs> I felt like, good. like when it came,
1: it came out the way that, and I do have it on, I did watch it on Blu-ray, but it still looks shitty. Um, Just, But that's part of the charm of this movie, you know, is Mm -hmm. is how it looks. And I felt like it was, I was watching either like a a movie version of the CKY videos. Did you ever watch those? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) If you're not familiar with CKY, it's like the group, uh, like Bam Margera's group that eventually joined Jackass. But they did stuff before they became Jackass. And... And just like stunt videos and stuff but it's very it was very much that of like they had the best camcorder they could get and it was so grainy and like especially with I, I don't know if it the quality of it made it feel more 90s or if like there was a lot of flannel like kind of <laughs> grungy like it this this movie watching was very nostalgic I don't, I'm not nostalgic for this movie I'm just nostalgic for how it looks and how it feels wardrobe wise you
0: know what i'm I, saying i'm just nostalgic for them low gas prices am i right am That's i right true. <laughs> <laughs> no. yeah it does feel very 90s and it does look like shit now but that adds to it being found footage mm-hmm. that this is a case where and i am against in some regards the constant updating and redigitizing and re-releasing in the newest format of movies. I heard like, they were
1: going to put Ewoks in the, the updated version.
0: <laughs> Is that Gavin? the Blair Witch? Is that the yeah. Blair Witch? The, and yeah. they gave them all walkie-talkies. walkie <laughs> <laughs> But, I, <laughs> but I, I I'm kind of a gig inside. I think Halloween when you make it in 4K, I think it loses a little bit of what makes it scary. You're like, I can see every seam on Michael yeah. Myers' mask now. I didn't need this. I, I and I, I own see- it
1: and I I think it looks great, but I don't disagree <laughs> with you either.
0: <laughs> it's like I feel like I can see him in the background a lot better now. Like he's not really blending into the darkness anymore, he's less the shape and more just the man standing there.
1: Well, it also it really takes away from the Astroglide camera they were using.
0: <laughs> yeah, it doesn't slide in quite as well and they really <laughs> cut they really cut the sound out of it really getting lubed up so it's really upsetting to me but the movie looking shitty does really add to it so if they if they had like i don't think they even could because they shot on probably like the High eight, I had a high eight camera before, and it's just like these small little digital tapes that they get like popping it out. But there's no real way to like upscale those. So if they're like coming soon, the 4K version of the Blair, witch. I'm not gonna watch that because I don't need to hear them screaming in 4K. Yeah. Uh, how how not... good,
1: yeah, how good's it gonna be?
0: Yes, but like, hey, is the 4K version the one where we see the actual witch? Did you put that in there? <laughs>
1: I don't, but, I I don't want to see the witch. I don't need to see it. Yeah, so
0: they were supposed to see the witch at one point in the scene when they're attacking the tent and they're running. What the, the fuck is
1: that? Yeah. Right. Yeah, like that
0: part. Yeah. So what the fuck is that when they're running in there? So there was one of the directors or producers was dressed in like a witch outfit or something spooky. And the person recording just forgot to pan over to like get that in the shot. So then they, they just didn't have it. But
1: yeah, I guess, I guess, you know, it's like, if you, if you like, if you knew that information, the Mm. witch is there, but we didn't even see it. I I still like that. And uh, you know, I can't imagine whenever I see a monster, it's never as good as what I even envisioned or I, maybe I didn't even try to envision it. Mm -hmm. It's never as good. So I'm, I'm good. I don't need the witch. Even when they came out with like the, mcfarland NECA toys or whatever they were Mm -hmm. and there's like three different versions of the witch i'm like i don't want any of it i don't want to see any of this
0: do you remember that episode uh of doug on nickelodeon when he's too afraid to see a movie the zipper in the back yeah it's like you can see the zipper in the back that's what i think of whenever it's like it doesn't look as good be like yeah doug told us this back in 93 (laughs) yeah you, you, (laughs) you can see the zipper in the back so, yeah, but Josh was the, the, the peacekeeper. What did you think of uh, Mike? Uh, Mike is in straight denial
1: from the jump. Like, <laughs> and like, arguably, just how he looks, it looks like he would be the toughest guy at all of them. <laughs> um, and yeah, I he's just like, even when they're like, did you hear that? He's like, you guys are crazy. like he's got headphones on like clearly just trying not to listen to any of it um yeah yeah, and that was the other part of the drinking game is whenever like mike goes from just talking to a yell like (laughs) and like
0: singing for no reason like i uh yeah i like i like mike's character speaking of mike so you you thought josh was uh great value jason muse you you thought um that heather was greta thunberg i (laughs) thought mike was the lead singer of the bloodhound gang the whole (laughs) the whole the whole movie i was like when's he gonna tell Tell us a sweat baby sweat baby Come on, tell us, tell us that we're going to do it like mammals on the Discovery Channel. Well, they are could, in the woods. So I know <laughs> I could not unsee that the entire movie. I was like, hey, that's the Bloodhound Gang guy, right?
1: Uh, I Yeah. I, and I the one scene I wanted to talk about because I, I never really picked up onto it till I was just watching uh, again, again, for the the first viewing of the two that I had for this, but. Did you like the role reversal of when when Josh has the camera and he's really like hounding Heather of like I want to make movies Heather here's your mm-hmm. motivation you're lost in the woods you're starving there's a fucking witch after you she's still making movies you know like that th- so he's he's playing Heather hounding uh, Heather and mm-hmm. and Heather's like turn it off turn off the camera and then and then uh, Mike is playing the peacekeeper he's like come on guys like that they must have just been given that direction in their notes that day, because like their characters switch. like not their characters, but like, you can see how the roles have reversed.
0: Mm-hmm. And I was, I saw somewhere, I think it was on IMDb. Heather had talked about, um, she, she based her character in this movie based on a director she had um, in like some production where when everything was going right, they were great, but then when things didn't go according to plan, they just lost their mind and had no way of, like, calming down or had no sort of backup plan. So when th- things are right, you see her very much in charge, but the minute they get a little lost, she crumbles and, and just tries to keep being, like, uh, but 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 just can't fake it to the point where she's like, no, it's okay. We just, we, we just got to go in this direction for another two hours, and yeah. you know, then two hours go by. It's okay, and, and then just, like, breaking down and, like, slowly, like, being more and more over their heads like i just how big are these woods also where just walk in one direction you'll probably hit a highway at some point yeah yeah even
1: even like mm -hmm. i think that one night they i i read like they they got drenched and they weren't going to sleep in wet clothes but they couldn't find the director whatever so they just found a house and stayed at that
0: house i think (laughs) <laughs> that's that seems even more sketchy is it the house in the movie they're yeah. like we found this abandoned shack he stood in the corner the whole time come on and... in dearies <laughs> oh good this bog witch is walking us in
1: <laughs> uh here's the blair witch drinking game i came up with that uh, whenever okay. heather goes into like a screech mm-hmm. um whenever heather alludes to knowing where they are the, <laughs> just from the jump she's like i know exactly where we are i'm like and knowing it, you know, after seeing it a couple times, you're like, you got no idea. <laughs> like <laughs> from the jump, uh, anytime somebody says fuck, there's so many fucks, and I'm no prude, Gavin. We know this, but man, there's just anytime, like, it's like kids that just learn how to swear.
0: Yeah, there's a lot. They're like, mostly, if they had written the actual <laughs> lines out for it, it would have been a lot of f words. Yeah, just and again, I don't, most.
1: I don't, I don't mind. Fuck. I'm just saying, there's a lot. So even if they said instead of fuck, they said banana, I'd be like, there's a lot of bananas in this movie. You know, like.
0: So I'm I'm on IMDb right now for profanity under parents guide. It is severe. Um, the word hell is said twice. Shit is said 36 times. Damn is said once. Goddamn is said twice. Uh, and ass. there's that one by Josh where he's like, God damn. He really gets, <laughs> and- <laughs> he, he, he gets all of it. Like all of it. Um, The word ass is said nine times. Piss is said once. Got to have piss to represent. Uh, and then there are 154 uses of the word fuck. Many clearly spoken and many others screamed out. Yeah. So and this that is, is an 82 minute movie. <laughs> so that is more than two fucks per minute. That is almost two fucks per minute throughout this movie where like like I said, I'm no prude, but it becomes excessive after a while. You're like this Tarantino movie in the woods is really starting to get to me. <laughs> uh, apparently,
1: uh I I just googled movie with the most fucks. Um, the f- number one with 935 is swear net the movie. And we were talking about that. That's the trailer park boys. Mm-hmm. We were talking before uh the show we- how you're not yeah. a fan of the trailer park boys before we Mm -hmm. turn the mics on also fuck a documentary on the word (laughs) i feel like that shouldn't count that's that's about fuck you know uh (laughs) the wolf of wall street had 569 summer of sam had 435 Mm -hmm. 435 uh so even these are low numbers compared to or high numbers compared to the Blair Witch.
0: Yeah. It, I think because the movie is so short and it's so frequent, I think that's why maybe it seems like there's more.
1: Casino has uh, 422. Uncut Gems has 408.
0: Yeah, Straight Uncut up. Gems. Un- uncut Gems, I remember being like, this is a lot.
1: Yeah. It, the, yeah, these are rookie numbers. You got to put these... Goodfellas <laughs> was 300. Um, so, yeah, these are rookie numbers. But even though that's a lot, like for two to a minute those are mm. good numbers though
0: yeah
1: uh the other one is whenever josh says man you got a drink and then uh, i already said it when mike uh yells or goes from talking to a yell
0: you're gonna just, try to are you trying to kill people with this this alcohol poisoning just mainlining it you're like we've killed 17 people that's because true it, it's so it's so much It is so much.
1: Either you can, I I could really go for a drink right now or my mom's mashed potatoes and some ass. (laughs) (laughs) That's one of my favorite quotes in the movie. (laughs) My mom's mashed potatoes and some ass right about now.
0: So let's talk about this really, because we've kind of discussed how the movie is. They, they, they get, they out making the documentary And then they they get lost in the woods. I like the idea of the Blair Witch scaring people with arts and crafts the whole (laughs) movie. Just like the stone piles. They're like, oh, the stone piles. Like, you don't... Squirrels could have done that. You don't know some very... just, Just some big buff squirrels who want to lift. Then... They're, they they walk they walk into the like who dude who made this what are those it's like these are some sticks <laughs> you yeah. are you are you are scared of these sticks which if I was in the woods and I stumbled upon the sticks I would also nope the fuck right out I'd yeah. be like nope nope sticks don't look like that this is clearly a bog witch this is somebody <laughs> who does not want me here
1: well and I I wrote down kind of the the gimmicks that they use for the scares they got the like you said the pile of rocks there's the uh, symbols hanging. Uh, the Blair Witch symbols, which it's weird. Like a movie has a symbol because mm-hmm. there's not like a lot of movies that like would uh, like have a, a symbol attached that besides it's like Halloween six where it's the, the mark of thorn or whatever, you know,
0: which is um, also a line and a triangle. I like when when somebody's like this is a symbol for this movie yeah. and it's like the most basic rudimentary shapes. The <laughs> Curse of Thorn is a line and a triangle. Yeah. and And I know people who have it like tattooed on them. Yeah,
1: so, on their arms. Yeah. Uh, the, we got rocks slamming and twigs breaking, but that's like that's like a. If you don't hear that in the woods in a scary movie, then you're messing up. That's like a staple; it has to happen. Stuff yeah. off in the distance, and you're even when you're real camping and there's like other campers around. You're like, well, somebody's about to get got.
0: <laughs> like, oh no! And it, it, it's usually like a squirrel or an animal, but in the but when you're in the Blair Witch Woods, you're like, nope. Yeah, That's the witch. She's you've tied yourself night up piss.
1: enough to know that we're in the the tear the the layer of the witch. So you know, um, and then the scariest thing to me was the the kids in the night hearing the kids out like laughing and stuff. That that was for me an oh shit moment. See, in I did movie.
0: I don't even re- remember that part. I you got to listen
1: surround- really
0: well. Okay, I I don't I don't listen so good. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, but I, I, yeah, I, I didn't hear that part. Is that when they're in the tent at night or?
1: Yeah. And that that's the thing is like their gimmicks that they go to bed and something happens. They go to bed and something happens. I, I would have liked a daytime scare. Like mm-hmm. there's a movie that I'll recommend later called The Ritual, but there's like a, a moment where there's like a deer strung up, almost crucified. And like that would have enhanced this movie so much of just to see a mutilated animal hmm that type of thing Uh, um, but yeah those those kids just laughing uh children anytime there's children involved and yeah. laughing in the dark no thank you
0: Mm-mm. yeah there is a lot of yeah kids laughing in darkness and just i mean when you have such a low blow but you have to use what you got which is sometimes recordings of children that are laughing and being real creepy and the big scare, and we, we, we've talked about this a lot, the, this Mandela effect of thinking we've seen stuff in movies when we when don't. I watched this with Stephanie, and she's like, yeah, because you really don't see the witch until to the end for that big jump scare. So, and then I was like, oh, yeah, you do see her briefly, don't you? And then it it doesn't pop up. Mm-hmm. And we had convinced ourselves that there's like a, I thought there was maybe a glimpse of her when the camera drops by at the very, very end, but, the, but there's not. There's not a there there. There's no witch in this movie. It just they get to the creepy house. They get well. Josh goes missing first, and then the witch or whoever sends a nice care package of a tongue and some teeth, uh, wrapped yeah. in finally gift wrapped in sticks in his shirt. <laughs> and, his, yeah, and, and his shirt and his and his shirt so they go uh that night and this is after like this is like three days later so they're going like three days without any kind of real food or water uh they found one cigarette though in the bottom of their bag so they're good found some in
1: their- the bottom of my pack like this <laughs> character like he's just like a kid that's like well it's okay we're gonna make it but all he did was just start smoking again <laughs>
0: It's like the witch was trying to get you to quit. Yeah. Then you this, find one more at the bottom of your pack.
1: This was the, an elaborate uh, elaborate hoax to get you to, the before Shantex or whatever, Chante- whatever it was called. They, <laughs> they had the Blair Witch smoking, uh, stop smoking thing.
0: But they get to the house and getting to the house almost feels, I, I like it being the final set piece, but I guess it's supposed to be the the lair of the Blair Witch. But it is just looks like a regular dilapidated house. It doesn't look like a spooky cabin. It looks more just like a rundown house, which I thought the Blair Witch would have a spookier hideout.
1: And, and to me, I don't, I don't see it like this is the lair. I just think this is where she chose to end them.
0: Okay, then that's a good perspective on that. And then you have uh, Heather go goes upstairs. Mike hears Josh in the basement. Uh, you hear like Josh crying for help or, or somebody crying for help. And then Heather goes down the stairs and then just gets uh, whammied by somebody. She goes down, uh, camera goes down. She sees that Josh is or Mike standing in the corner, which did you get to did you get more deep into like the the lore of the Blair Witch of like what she does? Because they kind of talk about it in the documentary at the beginning where she would kill people, but make somebody stare at the wall while she did it.
1: Yeah. And I think even when, when they said that, that was more about a guy who did that because you couldn't stand to look at the and by the way that beginning part is probably my favorite part of the movie when they're talking to the townspeople because that yes Mm -hmm. i love and i i don't know why i waited till this point in the show to talk about it but like i love that world building part of them interviewing people there's the the guy that's like uh mom the 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 mr potter he said i'm finally done and he he killed seven children whatever it was and then you've got the mom with the kid where she's like don't worry honey it's not true and then she mouths to the camera it's true like Uh, you're holding this child while telling the scary ass stories and Uh, he's like stop
0: that that scene i wrote a note that said that kid straight up ate a booger that kid (laughs) picked her nose and ate a booger and then they're like leave it in Leave, Leave it. it. It's real.
1: It's real a real booger. A child would act, you know, and like, and then you've, oh, got, yeah. you've got Mary Brown, who is the, the most over the top. Uh, the, uh, you know, I saw the woman, she had horse hair and she, you know, like that kind of thing of uh, just her being over the top dramatic. And, but, but it also seems very real because it's, it's like, she's kind of looking off and not looking at the camera type thing. I, I, I thought all these performances were very real. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I love that part of the movie so much of them just telling stories. Oh, and then you've got the two guys fishing too. I forgot about that.
0: That those guys have a secret. They've they got uh, like <laughs> no, I don't want to talk about that. And just yeah. <laughs> what made it real, real to me is like, is it okay for you in a documentary? He's like, oh, I don't know. She's like, I need you to say yes. Yeah, I don't I know about to- all
1: that. But <laughs> I I did write down that, there's there there there's a skinny one and they a thicker one and uh, the skinny one's jeffrey jeffrey dahmer uh with the glasses and the other one is al capone
0: and they're just fighting like an
1: old married couple
0: (laughs) i love that al capone and jeffrey dahmer can set aside their the differences that come together (laughs) over their love of fishing in this creek yeah but also a creek
1: that he just he saw a white mist rise up from the water just not a hundred yards down that way.
0: And I know you're a big fan of Bigfoot stuff. So did that feel very, like I saw Bigfoot, I, I saw him take a shit. In I saved
1: him. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I, and I just, I, I like all these characters because everybody's different. Every, you know, and not, not really besides the mom and the kid, there's no dynamic of people interacting. And the one, the one guy's like, Oh, that's bullshit. You know, like <laughs> I just love this part of the movie.
0: I wish they had done more with that. I, I, If they had done this more documentary style, like documentary, mm. I know it's supposed to be found footage where they never got to release their documentary, but if they had interspersed more of that in between to like break up the constant people yelling at each other, I think it would have been a more pleasurable experience watching it.
1: Maybe, yeah, where they could have, you know, they do a big scare and then they cut to somebody, townsfolk people, you know.
0: Or like, or like even hinting at and not making us remember from 80 from 75 minutes ago oh yeah he did mention something offhand about like making him wait in the corner yeah uh and and instead of being like is that the Blair Witch that did that or is that somebody I but that part for me was my favorite as well because it really did feel like just going around interviewing real people and for a lot of them they were real people in this town they were shooting at they did have some actors who they uh as townspeople for the actress interview and they didn't tell them they were actors, but some of those people that they talked to were just regular townspeople in this, uh, in the city who were kind of coached on like, kind of like what to say if they were approached.
1: Yeah. I imagine like the guy that he's like, do you, uh, she's like, do you believe in the Blair witch? And he goes, Nope. And she's like, are you a Christian? He goes, yes, sir. (laughs) <laughs> and she goes, "All right, like that—that's a very like okay. We're not gonna get much from this dude right yeah. here, you know." Mm-hmm. And I but. will say in that the curse of the Blair Witch thing, that they go into the lore a lot, mm-hmm. um, and then the, the, that where they found the tapes is what they what they say in the documentary is that the tapes were in a bag, uh, in like a hole in that house, and the house was burnt down. So that's how they came to find the footage. And even then, like the police chief is like. You know they say it could be fake, but this is this is just too real to to be faked footage.
0: Well, if a cop says it's too real, it's got to be good, yeah. (laughs) But Uh, it's it's nice to the Blair Witch though to take all the film out and pack it in a hole before burning the house down. That's not like in case anybody's gonna find it, I'm just gonna pack it up real nice and say (laughs) uh, I with 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 a poster that says "Play Me" (laughs) on it. Would you like to play a game? (laughs) Like Uh, no, Jigsaw, this is not your movie. (laughs) Also just like
1: to picture of Mike taking a piss in the corner. That's what really was happening. <laughs> He's like, Heather, I'm taking a piss. God damn,
0: God damn. They're, you they're and me, on- baby, ain't nothing but mammals.
1: <laughs> uh there there were alternate endings on the the Blu-ray copy. Uh so would you like me to break those down for you, Gavin? Yeah,
0: because I watched the HBO Max version. Okay. So I did not, I did not get any of these. And I do have a theory that I watched afterwards and I'll I'll, I'll share that with you.
1: Okay, the alternate endings they're all versions of the same thing essentially. Uh, there's Mike facing the corner, but uh, in, in around him are the hanging symbols. Um, mm-hmm. There's one where he, Mike is facing away from the corner so you could see his face with the hanging symbols down again. Uh, There's one where Mike is just straight hanging from like a noose and it cuts real quick from that. And then, then there's one where he's pretty much levitating with the symbols. And it's like, if, if, if it like the option didn't say levitating ending, it would be hard for me to tell what was going on. If it was just a quick cut but those mm-hmm. are the four, the, the other four endings. And I think they chose the right one is just to have him in the corner.
0: Yeah. When you muddle, th-
1: muddle it with the symbols and shit, it's too much.
0: Yeah. It, it, it's very subtle and a little weird. I still think, I, I, I still think it's not a very strong ending because it leave, leaves you going like what? And I'm not saying every movie need, needs to paint it out. But when you have this movie that, that builds and builds and builds, you, you need some sort of, yeah, this movie edges you the whole time and you never get yours. I didn't and get t- my nut. I, I didn't get to nut to my Blair Witch. <laughs> didn't get it. <laughs> um, so it builds and builds and builds. And even I think having a glimpse of something as some sort of entity in the the camera dropping like we all thought there was to begin with would have been something to like, at least when you get it on home video, be like, re- rewind and be like, oh, oh, oh shit, there, 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 there was something there now there is because we don't don't see anything this brings me into the the theory i watched um there's a web uh a youtube channel called film theory and he did a 17 minute video on that there is no actual blair witch and that this was a ploy for mike and josh to get heather out in the woods and kill her have you ever seen those theories I,
1: I kind of saw that, but I didn't really go into in depth with that, but go ahead. Cause it's, it's, it's interesting. It's, I, I love when people take whatever happened and then they're like, but really here's what happened. They're playing clue with the movie, you know?
0: Yeah. So the theory is, and th- this is based on Heather's journals and the, and the insinuation that maybe her and Josh had dated previously. And she says in her journals that, that, that she knew Josh, but she didn't know Mike, and like just in the journal entries, like Mike's kind of odd. Mike's kind of odd, and this I and this everything scary happening at night. And Heather's saying in the, in her journals what like a deep sleeper she is. That the guys could have easily done all the spooky arts and crafts stuff. Like it's not hard to like set up stone piles, and if you, if you got somebody like Heather who's already seemingly buying into all of the Blair Witch information and, think, and taking it for the gospel truth, she's going to believe that an innocuous pile of rocks is going to be connected to the Blair Witch. Mm-hmm. So they could have shaken the tent. You also have Josh uh, that they could have hung the sticks. They all seem to be more chill about things uh, towards the end uh, because there's that scene where, where they cross the river and they're making fun of her for her shoes being wet. And they seemed, and she's even like, at one, one point, Heather goes, why are you guys laughing? Why are you laughing? And that seems like that they're laughing because they're in cahoots and they've got her so scared and are just ready to kill her. Mm-hmm. There's also Mike getting rid of the map and stealing the map and throwing it in, into the creek so that she doesn't know where she's at. And then the, the, the final piece is uh, Josh d- disappears and goes to stake out the house. And then when they go into the house, Heather goes up uh, somebody goes uh, I think Heather goes goes upstairs and Mike goes I'm going to the basement he like yells where he's going which is the which which is the clue to cue Josh to get ready to hide because then you hear Josh's voice or whatever so that when Heather comes down the stairs she sees Mike but then she's blitzed from behind by Josh who kills her and then they have this whole idea of the found footage so that so that everybody believes that they're dead so that they, they, they can get away.
1: Just, I, I like that theory, but I also like what what did she do to where these
0: guys are willing to even fake
1: their own death?
0: She cheated, Brent. She cheated. That I don't know. You broke <laughs> my
1: fucking heart. All I wanted was my mom's mashed potatoes and a piece of ass.
0: <laughs> and that ass, a piece of pizza I wanted, was <laughs> yours, <laughs> Heather. You. <laughs> uh, so, I, I mean, I mean, it I, is true crime.
1: Like, if you take the, the supernatural thing out, like, th- I could see why people would be like, oh, dude, like, even if there's no witch, people love a murder, apparently.
0: We, we love a murder, and they love looking for these people. Yeah, but just because you you can't go into the woods with three people and only come out with two so they would they would have to fake their own deaths i don't think I, i don't really believe that i just think it's a really fun theory yeah that there is that there is no witch and they just had this elaborate scheme to cover up a murder which like 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 you said i love getting film theories from the internet that are just so well thought out and they make logical sense it's not like, you know, Michael Myers actually is, uh, he's a ghost the whole time. Like, you're yeah. like, based on what? Based on what evidence? <laughs> that, that, the, that, that, the theory the keeps that you laid back. out
1: is very Scooby-Doo-esque, by the way. We're going to scare <laughs> this lady until we actually kill her.
0: Zoink <laughs> 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 Scoob. We're going to. All right, guys, we got to get her to the woods. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, the, I mean, uh, uh, I mean, I do like the way they, they killed off people as far as, like, Josh, like, They gave him a note and that said, when everybody goes to sleep, sneak out of the tent. And if they catch you, tell them you're gonna go take a piss. (laughs) And then when he finds the directors and stuff, they're like, dude, you're dead. Uh and then they took him to Denny's. (laughs) (laughs) Did they really? Yeah. And then like the the other two got to go to Denny's at the end of the shoot.
0: I don't know if that's a great reward for living in the woods for eight days, being ha- having the shit scared out of you. Well, I imagine
1: it uh, versus nothing. Denny's is like yes, you're please right. Yeah. give me if, Denny's.
0: If, if I have nothing or Denny's, I will go with Denny's. If I have yeah. Denny's and the option of like most four-star restaurants, I'm probably gonna get a uh, uh, a French toast slam. Yeah, um,
1: the the teeth and the twigs were actually human teeth from uh, the director Eduardo Sanchez's dentist. And that, that's such a weird play of like Heather finds the the teeth and stuff wrapped up and she's like, uh, okay, no, we're just going to get out. Of, like there there's teeth. You're trying to write off human bloody teeth and even, your friend's shirt.
0: Like, yeah. Even just watching in higher quality that they have on HBO max. It's still kind of hard to see what everything is.
1: That's what I was. Cause I asked producer wife. I was like, what is it? Was that that I forever? I thought it was eyeballs.
0: I see. I, I I thought one was a tongue, and then I I kept thinking that did they find teeth somewhere else? But it all just kind of blends together, and it doesn't really pop out that much. I go, it I guess there's bloody some, like it, I guess know there's some
1: teeth, yeah. body parts, you know. Um, and the hair, I get there's hair in there apparently from what I've read, and it's uh, some of Josh's
0: real hair, so. And some cigarettes because Mike likes you know, the, the Blair Witch gave him a pack of Cools. Uh,
1: you, and you know these types of people say they don't say cigarettes, they say smokes. You <laughs> a pack of smokes. <laughs> smokes. Uh, and the other note that I had is like this was you know you would think that nobody would be able to like make a fake thing, but people would think it was real. But you know not, it wasn't a you know less than five years ago or whatever it was when Slender Man. Mm-hmm. was a phenomenon and like people uh, attempted murder it was children yeah those like, two
0: yeah those two little girls tried to kill their other friend because they thought they were gonna please slender man and live in his mansion and it's like little girls there's nothing in the lore about slender man and having a sweet house <laughs> <laughs> you made that up and it turns out it was just the house from the blair witch
1: yeah it's not even and they're- nice but it's like <laughs> that type of thing and that's not even like actors or anything That's just like people making pictures with slender man in it like this stuff still happens it's different but well, it's like it, you could trick you don't have to trick all of them but you have to trick some of them
0: well even if you don't, don't even go the horror aspect things that go viral now have about a 48 hour uh period of getting debunked i yeah. one of my favorites is there was a, an an because I'm a bad per- person, whenever somebody has, like, an anti-bullying thing, there, there's this little kid, I think he was, like, he had, like, maybe dwarfism or something, and he's, like, crying about, like, why oh, do they yeah. hate? Why do they hate? Why do they hate? And it turns out he was getting bullied because he was, like, calling kids the N-word, and then, like, all the Avengers had to be like, no, you can't come to Disney now, sorry about that, no, no, <laughs> no. I, I love those stories because... We can get fooled for a little bit, but there are people out there who go out and debunk everything on Reddit or Twitter, and they're like, oh, he was so sad, but he gets like $100,000 in GoFundMe. He gets invited out to Disney by Chris Evans. He's like, I'll be your friend. That turns out, oh, his family's super racist, and he was yeah. calling everybody, and they're like, nope, never mind. Never yeah. mind. <laughs> Got to do your research. Why are like they I-
1: treating me shitty when I myself was <laughs> shitty? It's
0: crazy. <laughs> I do not. Math do not add up. And it doesn't unclear. even have to be horror or any like
1: you know at the time of this recording q1 on is still a thing yeah mm-hmm. and like and like it could just things could never come to fruition and people will still do and that's not even horror related you just can manipulate people and mm-hmm. it's probably easier from a keyboard from behind a keyboard rather than to make a whole movie
0: yeah absolutely. You know? And like I said at the very beginning, if Blair Witch came out today, it would be debunked in twenty minutes because they yeah. would find them on TikTok or their Instagram posts or something, and it, it just would not not be as effective. It is, it, it didn't it didn't try to be a product of its time, but it very much is a time capsule of the '90s, just in the marketing and what you could could get people to believe a movie actually was.
1: Yeah, it's a, it's what a yeah something that will probably never happen again as far as. Uh, just believing in, is this real? or? And that's what you and I are both pro wrestling fans. Mm-hmm. That's what I love about wrestling is when, when we all know it's fake, it's not real, it's predetermined, yeah. but every once in a while would be like, that was fake. But I think that thing they did there was real.
0: Be like, is the Blair Witch a work or a shoot? <laughs> uh, are they shooting right now? Is that is, is it a shoot? Oh, I think that I think that they had scenarios, that, but I think the witch really got him at the end. I think the <laughs> witch wanted that fame.
1: You know, and you know who I thought the witch was actually was. You remember those uh, those video series called Unforgivable? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Go to YouTube and type in Unforgivable. It's just a dude in the woods. I want and my a, waffle fries. I, it's a uh, waffle fries and a Dr. Pepper for free. Like that was a <laughs> phenomenon back in high school. And it was like, I think I, I looked up those videos after watching this and there's a documentary about that guy. But at the time when I saw those, I'm like, this is just a dude in the woods saying funny things, but not selling that it's funny. But there's no other context to it. It's just a guy in the woods yelling. <laughs> and that's exactly like They, with the Blair Witch, they give you enough context, but they don't give
0: you everything, you know? Mm -hmm. You're like, (laughs) just the Blair Witch in the the corner, just Mike, stand there and bring me some waffle (laughs) fries. Give me that V
1: card. (laughs) Um, Gavin, I don't know what other thoughts you have, but. uh, I think we've covered a lot of it. Yeah. There's plenty of notes and I have way more notes, but we're just, with the podcast, podcast can't be longer than the actual movie. (laughs) <laughs> just can't um as far, are, what,
0: as, go say, as far as as far as favorite kills go this is not a very big a uh, high body count movie no um because you only have three people uh but do you have a favorite kill or is there any kills that you could have in this I mean it's
1: I think it's you know just the ending mm-hmm. that's not a kill but then you could also say coffin rock where the guys are gutted and laid out and then disappeared later when mm-hmm. the search party comes back but i think that ending is so i guess i would you call it iconic of like you could just have that screenshot and be it still looks creepy and black and white you know mm-hmm.
0: oh yeah absolutely i think that's super creepy um and then so I, I think we we both agree that like the ending is our favorite kill and then do you have an oh shit moment
1: was the kids um laughing out in the woods and um I don't. it's not even an oh shit I just love that that first part when they're talking to townspeople I just like yeah that.
0: I think for me it's when the when the tent starts shaking and they're running in the woods from something yeah I, I think that 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 is my oh shit moment for And it that's sure.
1: not even like an elaborate scare but if you were in a tent in the woods and that the tent started shaking you would just shit your sleeping bag right
0: like- <laughs> yeah I don't care if it turns out to be an animal or something like if you, if, if something is moving your tent and you know, nobody else is out there, you're going to be, yeah, you're going to piss immediately.
1: And it's like, that's some, some horror is like only like super scary when you're able to put yourself into it. Like, cause you, we're all watching a movie and you know, it's not real, but if you're like, if I was in a house and then somebody tried to invade my home, mm-hmm. wow. Like what a scary concept. But until that happens, it's, you know, just a movie
0: yep so if you liked Blair Witch Project what are some movies you would also recommend
1: I would say that the ritual that's on Netflix um Mm -hmm. and the the ritual is not a found footage movie because there's two types of recommendations I will give people the ritual is more based on uh lore and uh more like folky type horror that I think the Blair Witch is based on of the uh, just people in the woods trying to discover what is in the woods.
0: Uh, had, did you ever see the ritual? I did not see the ritual.
1: It's very, it's, yeah, it's, it's really well done. Um, and then the other ones, all these other ones are found footage. Mm-hmm. They don't really have to do with uh, witches or lore, but the sacrament is one from Ty West. Mm-hmm. It's very uh, Jim Jones drink the Kool-Aid type cult movie. Um, Creep is one of my favorite found footage horror movies with Mark Duplass. Um, Lake Mungo is one okay. I saw in the past two years. And like, it's no, no exaggeration. One of like the most chilling, scary movies I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's found footage, documentary style movie. Also Hell House LLC is fun. It's about a haunted house type thing. Also houses, uh, October built is about, um, a haunted house type stuff and then that vhs is,
0: yeah house of uh the house of october built that for first one when that little girl comes on the bus or their van or whatever i was like nope get out you gotta yeah. leave
1: yeah so all those are besides the ritual are found footage movies uh and vhs that's just a whole series i couldn't yeah but if you like you, there's something in a vhs movie for you if you like this
0: I think I've I've seen um I think I've I think there's four or five VHS movies, I've seen the second one and the latest one 1994. Mm. Um, of those two, I think VHS two is why, why they're regarded as like the best one. So I definitely recommend VHS two. Um, also, Paranormal Activity, of course, I think that's a good one. Um, I think I'm not recommending this based on merit of being good, or I think. If you want to see a found footage movie that you're going to either love or hate, Megan is Missing is a that very was in that
1: documentary. By the way, that,
0: yeah, Megan is Missing is a movie that I think is terrible. Um, I think it's just a very dumb found footage con concept. It has a, the ending is very disturbing. I, I will give it that, but I, I discovered it because everybody on TikTok discovered this 2011 movie for some reason about two years ago. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, let's check it out. And I was like, this is not. Not good. Uh, but it, you might like I guess, so. Oh, Megan is missing his one Poughkeepsie tapes, which I w- wasn't super fond of. I thought it was a little overrated. But also, uh, and then the final one that I uh had in my mind that is now uh gone was it me. host? Uh host, we forgot to say is, host. Yes, host that is it. Thank thank you, Brent, for reading my host is probably my favorite of the uh, of the found footage movies in recent years because it really takes the found footage concept to the next technological level um, with using the, the pandemic and zoom calls as a horror premise. Mm -hmm. And it's just a very great, very scary, short, isolating movie that has a great ending. If you don't like the ending of the Blair witch, you will love the ending of host because it builds and builds and builds. And it gives you that sweet release. You get your nut in host.
1: (laughs) and it's 58 minutes or whatever you said.
0: Yeah, it's 58 minutes and the way they and the timing of it makes perfect sense. They incorporate the timing into the movie itself. So, just Chef's Kiss Love Host cannot recommend that one enough. Uh, I think that's that's it pretty much, right? I think yeah, I think we we have talked Nobody will ever do another Blair Witch podcast because we have made the definitive one. The this definitive is one, yes. This, this is the definitive. We, we we scoured Wikipedia and IMDb and shared every fact with you that you'll ever need to know. So if, if anybody else tries to hmm. make a Blair Witch podcast, go, no, they're coming to get you. Did it the best and you hmm. should stop.
1: And now at this point, Gavin, I'm, I'm uh, facing uh, into the corner because uh, they're coming to get you. Barbara, get out of the corner! They're coming to get you.
0: They're coming for you, Barbara. They're
1: coming to get you.